Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds Steve and Joey are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 3, Episode 5, Aliens and Mysterious Rituals. They were titules, huh? Yes, yeah, so or feltuals, or <laughs> stipules. Nice, nice, nice. And, uh, <laughs> some, you know, <laughs> I am Dr. Remula Hemorrhoid. Hemiac. Hematimewemwam. Oh, God. Oh! Now we're back, baby. Yeah, for those that don't know, that's not a sound effect on the board we just uh pull out our own self-made probes that make our voices like that yeah so we just popped them out well mine actually put in that's what deepens my voice oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> engages the prostate yeah you yeah. know gets a core in the the uh <laughs> i almost said my templon uh-huh. <laughs> when i meant diaphragm yeah <laughs> <laughs> same difference it engages your uh paguatary bl- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bland yeah bland and <laughs> bisnell yeah um, we had some good Bisnell's sandwiches this weekend. Some biscuit sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Up in uh, Portland, Oregon. Por- yeah. <laughs> Portland, pork, Oregon. Pork, pork and pork and pork. Um, quite an adventure to the Great Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You can listen to our other podcast. Uh, beer there, drunk that. Pretty soon we'll, we'll be talking about all the uh, some Portland Portland spots. We drank a beer at. Um, <laughs> Consumed alcohol. Yeah, that being said, I'm exhausted. We just got home yesterday and worked today, so <laughs> very tired. Quite a day. Yeah, so sorry in advance. Uh, I need to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. <laughs> the, the, let's go say the Hindu Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the Hindu Bible yeah. <laughs> says after you've drank enough alcohol to kill a goddamn cat, which is probably easy. <laughs> That you then need to wake up or else you'll get sucked down with the Vendrali into the other realm, which is another dimension. (laughs) Just like uh, Josh's friend, Sean, who passed away from falling asleep too much (laughs) and passed into another realm. A whole other thing. He didn't wake up. Nice. Sean? (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Falling asleep at a night. Night. Yeah. Uh, we're referencing a public yeah, action let's, show uh, not we saw out there, so just, yeah, here. just uh, uh, go with it, roll with it. Let's I mean, just dive into this fucking yeah. thing. This is why <laughs> we can't have noise things. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, apologies in advance for a shitty Don't show. <laughs> You've already apologized multiple yeah, times. Let's just go. <laughs> I forgot that I apologized. Anyway, we go to the oft-mentioned Mexican... Chichen Itza Pyramid. Uh, this is one of the hottest tourist spots in the Yucatan, baby. Um, so, yeah. I can tan, you can tan, oh, yeah. we can all tan. We can tan. I, think I mostly a... burn, though, right. then tan. Um, well, yeah, you hang out in the Yucaburn yeah. Peninsula yeah. instead. Yeah. Um, you can burn penis. You'll... Yeah. <laughs> you got to wear those Speedos. Oh, come on, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> or else your hogs oh. will hang out yeah. and you'll get all fried up. <laughs> Have a couple of... Churned up chorizos, huevos yeah. <laughs> cone sun. Oh, not good. Oh, oh, oh. I, I even the balls of my son. 
<laughs> yeah, you can enjoy those too. Oh, yeah. He's quite a happy lad. Wake up, Daddy. He grew up wearing boxer shorts only, no briefs, so his meat hangs low. Oh, yeah. You got to let those uh, little the collagen. Knobs. Yeah, you got to let the collagen strengthen itself up. It's like wearing a back brace, you know? But if the balls are too big, there's nothing that can overtake the strength. Oh, yeah. Except I don't that the cool sense. water <laughs> of a toilet bowl yes. that I've experienced <laughs> before. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Bing bong. Um, anyway, so yeah, this is uh, the site of the Mayans and their uh, god, Kukulquan. Yeah, he's cool can. Yeah, <laughs> cool cans. Uh, and the the classic uh, and stereotypical, like you know, human sacrifices were done there. Yeah, they put these fuckers up on a table up there. We've all seen that movie, that Mel Gibson movie, where nobody talks English. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I have not. You never saw that? No. Oh wow. Um, not a good boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, this is the first mysterious ritual that we're talking about is human mm-hmm. sacrifice mm-hmm. in the Mayan world. So um, it was all about blood needing to be shed to appease uh, Kukul uh Khan, I think they pronounce it. Sorry, mm-hmm. I put a lot of Qs in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, not a lot of A's. Kukul Khan. Yeah. Um, and uh, to this day, you know, there's, no, there's obviously no more human sacrifice there that we know of. Yeah. Um, and uh, But modern worshipers still perform these rituals with uh, dancing, prayers, uh, they light fires, and they it's all about entering into a deep state of meditation and being on, like, the same frequency as yeah. the, the gods, the star people and all that stuff. Um, they reenact uh, Koko Khan's uh, descent to Earth as well and his reascension to the sky. Um, so the spring equinox... Um, the way the shadows on the kind of side stairs, there's like big stairs that you mm-hmm. walk up uh, and then they're kind of separated by little walls and then there's like little side stairs. So when the shadows, uh, on the spring equinox hit those side stairs, Just they, right. they like uh, over, over throughout the day, it looks like they're crawling down. Like the, yeah. the stairs are like moving down leading into the big snake heads, which is Kuko Kwan's like face yeah. at the bottom of the stairwell. And then it does the opposite in fall where they go up, uh, when the Ascended. sun rises. So. Up and out. Yeah, um, and uh, Von Daniken and Coppins are on here and just reiterating that it's a visual reminder, like built into the pyramid, um, and and it's all about the people's connection to the gods and all that stuff, which is every religion, every ritual, everything. That's kind of the theme of this episode. Is yeah, they consistently just define the the word ritual over yeah. and over again as and if it explains more things. Or yeah, it like, impacts on. Yeah, like what it represents and then the actual impacts of what it has right. and how we can then connect right. with the gods. The star People. strippers. Yeah. Um, the star lords. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. If there was a ritual where I could connect with Chris Pratt. <laughs> mm, oh, be, baby. <laughs> oh. Turn him into the gay lords. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the galaxy, yeah. huh? <laughs> Uh, I want to fuck that raccoon. <laughs> so fuck animals. Yeah. I want that Drax cock, yeah. baby. I'm a gay in the male world. <laughs> He's got big shits, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Uh, oh, and then Coppins makes the point to to say that this uh, manipulation of shadow um, on the sidewalls of the pyramid is uh, technology on display. Like, what we have here... He, his his two favorite lines are so what we have here or are yeah. so the question we have to ask is uh, and then he, he, he which again kind of sets up this yeah. sets up a pseudo intellectual 
premise or what he what he wants you to think is an intellectual premise, but it just comes it's just pseudo intellectual. Yeah, yeah. It's like when it's like the fucking dumb guy on we uh <laughs> during during this weekend we were up in Portland, uh Steve and another friend were watching an episode of the fucking security guard from Jerry Springer, like his talk show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, which seems just like a copy of Maury Povich, but it's all lie detector shit. Well, it's more shit, supposed but... to be like a suit, more Jerry Springer, right. but with some Maury. Some chair there. throwing yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, it's, it's you know, dumb people, they try to use, uh, they repeat very big words and phrases that they've heard smart people use or people that are kind of together yeah, or yeah. successful use. And they just repeat them over and over. Like people that say, well, basically, uh, basically, it's like this, and uh, basically, yeah. it's like that too, and basically, yeah. I'm going to tone it down for you dummies. Right. <laughs> so basically, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's like no, you don't even know what the yeah. actuality yeah. is. So don't basically, <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. Um. So yeah, Bill Burns, Loudmouth Leahy, uh, comes on and uh, he says the extraterrestrials they worshipped instructed the societies they created to keep a connection with their extraterrestrial gods. By performing these rituals, so he's saying that uh, he didn't even say couldn't it be. He just said these are examples of extra. These rituals yeah. are examples of extraterrestrials um, teaching the people that they taught to worship them uh, that do these things to uh, stay in contact with us. Which we actually it kind of I didn't realize how much it actually bookends that at the very end mm-hmm. with all the frequency stuff and quantum entanglement shit. So um, Richard Raider comes on again. He's a classics professor at UCLA. Uh, we call him Raider Nation. He, yeah. as as far as I know and can remember, to even the newest episodes, he never gets speculative ever. He, they ju- they literally, he's one of the few that they just have on as a third party. They do, however, edit him mm-hmm. or use his use his quotes very particularly uh, in, to to pr- kind of prove a point. Um, right, and uh, which is the common. I mean, you know, it's the manipulation of the. The lamestream media, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, um, yeah, he just says that, yeah, uh, he's concurring, sort of. He's not even concurring because he can't agree with someone he doesn't know is mm-hmm. saying something, but he says that the nature of rituals are just that in a general sense, that they are just ways of humans connecting with a god, right. usually through some sort of tools or dance or instrument or meditative trance or yeah, whatever, yeah. so... Um, and there are uh, – it's kind of interesting because uh, I used to listen to Loveline back in the day with Adam and Dr. Drew. Uh, Adam Adam Carolla has his own, like, podcast network now. He has his uh, – basically, it's Loveline 2. It's the Adam and Dr. Drew show for, like, since 2012. Um, and so they're taking calls about addiction and sex and illnesses and, and psychological issues and things like that. Um, and so – and they're very into, like, why people do what they do and all the sociological stuff. And uh, he always talks about these books and these studies that are being done now about how rituals in general are all just trauma reenactments mm-hmm. and, and, and humans in general are wired for trauma reenactment. And so um, there's there's very rarely rituals that have no um, violent or sad or fucked up or some 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 kind of horrific thing that hap- can happen to human beings or around human beings or witnessed by human beings. Um even if some of them are turned into something fun later on, usually right, for children right. and stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's interesting because it's the same kind of – that's on a macro level. On a micro level, like it's the same way that like abuse victims will reenact their abuse in different ways the rest of their life. And people used to think that it was because, oh, they're trying to fix it this next time. But it's really right. not. Like most of the people show no signs um, if left alone, like not getting help from a psychologist, psychiatrist, right. or a family or whatever – 
um, if left alone, they will usually just do it over and over forever for the sake of doing it because it's what their brain is now comfortable with. Right. Um, it's a survival you know, mechanism. Right. Like, I've lived this long and I've made exactly. it this far and this is how I've done it. So I'm just going to keep doing that yep. until I die. Exactly. Right. So, um, but yeah, it, it really connects just on a psychological level as opposed to this spiritual level of what any ritual does, whether it's a religious one or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Washing our hands and doing all this stuff are all rituals too, you know. So, um, we got our first children chime in uh, here. Goes, all over the world, uh, ancient and modern people are performing rituals to connect with these gods. But these gods may well be. Ancient astronauts. So we get a classic, like, non-nothing yeah. fucking line from from Childress here. Um, kind of, it's one of those just like, I mean, the, I've, I'm starting to realize, like, the first segment of the show, obviously I knew it was like an intro to everything, but it, like, right. every episode, it's really just reaffirming the ancient astronaut theory's general principles, which I guess, I'm not criticizing, just makes total sense, right, you right. know. Um, but it just seems, it just seems silly when you've heard the same phrase or point like five times in the last two minutes, and then they bring on somebody that just says the same exact thing and brings nothing to it. Right, know, so. right. Um, but uh, they they mention the uh, Irish Beltana uh, ritual, which is like their May Day, their first of May ritual. They would uh, the Celtic people would like light fires and these big these big pyres, and they would guide their animals through the fires. Um, hoping that the gods would grant safety for them in the coming months and the harvest, or not yeah, the harvest, yeah. but like the the the, 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 times, the yeah. winterless months, basically, where they can get shit done. Um, and they go into fire for a little bit, a little while here, where they they say uh, uh, it was used as a way to see or meet people in the other world, uh, and that kind of went across a lot of different cultures. Um, they go to the uh, Kayapo people in Brazil. Um, Sukes comes on and does the the classic. Uh, Anytime anyone's wearing any clothing, it seems like in ancient uh, statues or wall right. or you know uh, petroglyphs or anything like that, that it represents an astronaut suit. This is the wicker suit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the wicker man. Man. Yeah. Aaron, phew, tell I you what. Say, I'd rather be watching Nick that Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Clage. Nick Clage. Yep. <laughs> Nicholas Clage. That collage of Clage. Oh, collage of Cage. Huh? Yes. Um, a Cage Lodge. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that's like that's like a ski lodge that he runs because <laughs> he, he's uh, I've got no more money. I was gonna say because <laughs> he's in the future, yeah, <laughs> in his own future, yeah. Um, but I'm uh, serving cocoa right. with a shot of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like the uh, Jack Nicholson yeah, Joker, that's, that's like, yeah. number one guy. <laughs> Everyone wants to fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so. He goes into how the god uh, Beb Karate, um, not to be confused with Ben Kenobi. Um, yeah. Or the Karate movie, Kid. Yeah, from that new movie Star Trek. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, come on. Coming down from the sky, <laughs> uh, like, uh, coming down from the sky like a ship with, and the and like, every episode now, like, Sooks has to talk about, like, this craft came in. The ground was trembling and the yeah, fire was shooting out of its of... butthole and all this stuff. Well, and again, it's like, you're saying fire, but right. then we're saying levitosis. <laughs> Wingardium levitosis, yes. of course. I'll take my levitosis sourdough, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> With extra butter. Not well done or yeah. the way it's cooked. Yeah. but uh, the, uh, What kind of levitosis you want? Right. Uh, sourdough. Right. Uh, heavy on the butter, light on the jam. Right. Um, but just, yeah, again, it's these pictures they're painting, which... 
they've painted the direct opposite before right. in all of these other things where it's silent, <laughs> exactly. unseen, unknown, right. hovering. Right. It's using gold to burn its own fuckhead off. Right. And, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, we got to put more uh, fuckheads in the gas tank, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're burning them off real quick. Uh, Gleepsorb fucking fell yeah. asleep at the <laughs> tank again. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah, they, they, they're like equating these fucking intergal, like we've said it a billion times, but equating these intergalactic crafts that they're somehow running on fossil fuels. That some fucking alien is like sh- shoving coal with a shovel into a big pit and just fucking firing it up and yeah. whatever. Or or the Hindu, the Garuda, the big yeah. bird, uh, you know, eating snakes. And doesn't that yeah. look like a right. gas station and right, stuff right. like that? Um, but, uh, it, yeah, it's just... Anyway, it's yeah. the same It's the same shit over and over. Like, they don't really... Well, actually, they do bring it up again later in the episode, but um, it's a constant, constant thing. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of funny. Like, I didn't do any. There wasn't much to debunk on this episode because it's just all about rituals and stuff, so yeah, very yeah, yeah. subjective. But uh, when you look up a lot of what those objects were supposed to represent, it's usually pretty easy to like find quotes from uh, historical experts or even religious leaders from that culture that still exists yeah. today. Going, oh no, that's not a sundial, or that's not a watch on the Anunnaki's arm. That was a common symbol that meant the sun or something like that, right, and they right. would wear a bracelet representing it. it was very, it was like an extremely common priest's garb or whatever, yeah. you know. Hey, um, everyone knows modern day microphones look like purses. Exactly so. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, the this German lady comes on for seemingly no reason to talk then about um, the headdresses that the uh, this this tribe also yeah. wears. And it represents like, and like so, this is the stuff I think is cool. Just knowing why that they wear like yeah, feathers yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this yeah. so interesting stuff. Um, and uh, the feather, the headdresses represent outer space, which they thought was an infinite flat disc spreading right. out from the world. Uh, and the and the kind of band that um, holds it all together was the rope that the god used gods used to climb down from their like celestial plane, yeah, up and uh, down, celestial, yeah. celestial. And her impersonation is, and these people. Wore these headbands as yeah, yeah. <laughs> a flatter. Sorry, because yeah. <laughs> they, they just had some overdub. Yeah, translator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's like, why didn't just the fucking the the narrator do? I don't know. It's weird they get these translators. Well, like, I think it's just the slice up who is talking. I, guess. I mean, I think yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. The we then travel a bit northward, northeastward to Edinburgh Castle in Scotland. Uh. I've been there. Steve hasn't. Nobody <laughs> <Once cares. again. laughs> uh Joey's I, been across the sea oh yeah. once. Only <laughs> special people can do that. <laughs> You're less of a person yeah. than you haven't. But um I've been to Puerto Rico and yeah. been to the goddamn big space station there. <laughs> um is the space station there? Uh it's that one it, I don't know if it is anymore, but it's the largest radio signal, like satellite array it's, or whatever. It's the one that was in the James Bond movie like years ago. Oh, it was that, not not array. The disc itself is like that was the most massive one. Right, one right, 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 right. Um, like, like it's in the ground, like the one at the end of Cable Guy. You know, <laughs> bigger man, <Yeah>. bigger. <laughs> I always wanted to slide down that thing yeah. like a slip and slide, and, and yeah, it's yeah, dangerous. And almost impale myself, yeah, but and um, not be able to find a way out. Right. Get punched, lose my lisp, punched again. Lisp yeah. comes back. Hey, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> like he was coming on to it. <laughs> well, that's what I was Steven. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're talking about the Stone of Destiny, which all of you uh, royal files, uh, which my fiance is very much one, mm-hmm. um, loves the UK royal family and all their doings and goings This is on. where they cook the scotch eggs on. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. They <laughs> heated up the stone and fucking... 
they took it out to Arizona. You know, yeah. it's the only place it gets hot right. enough. And they to, fucking crack yeah. some eggs on there. Some old radiation sites. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, um, cook it on up. Yeah, Roswell, chicken. Arizona, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. Um, it's all fucking different. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, the Stone of Destiny is a stone that sits under the coronation throne, like the coronation seat where ev- pretty much every Scottish and English king is, is um, uh, coronated. Uh, I was going to say coronated. Cor- isn't cor- <laughs> hey, pass me corona, yeah. bro. <laughs> well, I was going to say, isn't coronation more Nebraska and it would make sense for it to live there? Oh, yeah. Coronation, yeah. baby. <laughs> I'm just here at my coronation. Who are we? I'm, corn. Yeah. Who are we? Corn. What do we eat? Corn. <laughs> coronation. What do we watch? Porn. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. I was what are talk- your clothes? Warm. Right. <laughs> I was going to talk about fucking country girls yeah. or something, but yeah. uh, I lost it. But, I um, figure fucking... <laughs> <laughs> threw her through her Daisy Dukes. Right. <laughs> Didn't rhyme with anything. And you got very like, I finger fucked her through her Daisy Dukes. Yes. It Lose was the accent. Nice. <laughs> um, well, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's thought to have been perhaps 3,000 year uh, years old, maybe from a meteor. Um, yeah. It just looks kind of like a, like a piece of river rock or concrete and or something. And there's some metal... I'm assuming was implanted into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it sets sits under the throne. Um, it is in, excuse me, uh, in the the crown jewels room in Edinburgh Castle. Um, and uh, uh, Childers and Coppins come on and tell the story of uh, that it, it, it's perhaps the stone that's mentioned in the story of Jacob from the Bible and Jacob's mm-hmm. infamous uh, ladder um, to heaven. And uh, apparently it was a stone his head was resting on when he was dreaming of the ladder to heaven um, and woke up and was like, Oh, there's a, you know, angels can come down and people can go up and all that fun stuff. So, um, but I mean, this is just all speculation. They didn't yeah, really have yeah. any, they didn't really have any interesting proof. They didn't say like, Oh, we should carbon date this stone or whatever. I'm assuming because it's a royal artifact, you can't fucking touch it or whatever. And I and, don't know if you can carbon date a stone. You'd have to find or whatever. something in it, but yeah, geologically dated. Sorry, but um, but yeah, and like what kind? I was interested. Like, what kind of rock was um, it? Like any yeah, yeah. any sort of scientific facts? I was like interested, but um, I would. I'm sure that they especially don't want to do that, take away any mystique of yeah, the yeah, royal yeah, family yeah, sure. and and yeah. the divine nature of being a, a king or queen and all that yeah, fun yeah. stuff. So. Um, but yeah, Andrew Collins comes on. He's the author of uh, the Cygnus Mystery. We mentioned him before. Uh, we call him Cockney Collins around here because yeah. he looks just like Phil Collins, the singer <laughs> from Genesis and his own solo career. But he's just a little, and who is also British. Right. Yeah. But he has a little, little more uh, yeah. uh, Cockney on there. Yeah. Um, yeah and he says uh, he says uh, the stone is an Axis Mundi, uh, and so and and so that's like. Again, it's it's a uh, a like a, a, a spiritual or f- like a bodily bridge, basically yeah. from uh, a spiritual place to Earth. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and uh, and and it's and he said like it's kind of like uh, England was like almost reinforcing their own idea that Westminster Abbey is like the bridge between heaven and Earth because of course they would because they're British. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's in front of something called the Cosmardi Pavement. This was actually really interesting. I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Um, and I'm assuming that means the stone is moved because there, it's in Edinburgh over. Castle yeah. now. And I know some coronation stuff sort of goes on there. Again, my fiance is screaming right now because I'm sure I'm getting it wrong. And nobody but, cares. That's but, uh, <laughs> pointless shit. Uh, but, and, but also it's in – there are coronations in Westminster Abbey in England too. So yeah, perhaps it's it one for Scottish, one for England, I'm assuming. Yeah, so. I, would, I was kind of surprised the whole British thing happens there because they didn't get along for a long time. So why would the British even give a fuck about what's happening? Well, because Scotland, Scotland is a part of England. No, I know. But yeah. they also – 
thought of them as separate, right? Right. And it's like, but when you're the king and you've overthrown them, it's like, fuck you. This is, you know, what but we're I'm doing saying, like, why would they even respect the stone to care about it to to then use it for their ceremony? Well, because a lot of times the 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 Scottish king or queen was an English person saying, mm. "I'm putting like my cousin in power in Scotland because of whatever too," you know. So. Um, I just feel like they would throw it out, like, yeah, fuck your your culture, right? But that that's like the that's like saying uh, the South after they lost the Civil War, like, had a mission to go burn the Constitution or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those. It's like once that once you've or, lost, well, I would and you're say in, that the North wouldn't give a shit about something from the South, so they wouldn't involve it in the North. I guess, right? Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, whatever. Like I, can't, I can't think flag, about this. Like yeah, they it's don't fine. Care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, well, I mean, the Scots are still allowed to have Scottish flag and all the fun no, stuff. No, I'm not saying the flag literally it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, the Cosmarty pavement is, um, uh, like these tiles in front that have like pictures of planets and like swirling kind of stars and all mm-hmm. the stuff. So it depicts the universe. And, and the whole point is that like when you have your crown and your scepter and everything, you're sitting on the throne with the um, stone of destiny on there that you are actually like presiding over the heavens and the earth. Um, So that's that ritual. So, and then they go into coronations in general. Uh, Bill Burns, he talked, you know, comes on, talks about how every every coronation is just a way to connect uh, obviously to rule over the people, but rule over the people was usually oligarchic until fairly recently. So um, it's only, only in the last, hundred or 200 years since America has been in power that like, it seems weird that there are still religious city States, you know, like the, most of the countries, the Islamic countries and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, so again, just kind of saying, yeah, coronations or um, no, I'm going to George Norrie because he's next, but, um, they're all about, you know, like that. And that really start, I mean, I'm sure it was earlier too, but started especially with the, the Pharaohs of Egypt about how they literally are, one with the star people of the gods and stuff. So uh, George Norrie comes on and makes a dumb assumption that uh, he goes, now, if you were an alien, what would be the first thing you'd do when you came down to Earth? You'd mingle with the leadership, right? <laughs> Rub elbows and, you know, right. work your way up that ladder of... Uh, I am Jonathan Rubelbo, and yeah. I like to rub elbows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I felt your elbow, yeah. and now I want to know, Bo, Ooh, I felt about your you. elbow. <laughs> um... And I wear bonobos. Yeah. <laughs> Proud non-sponsor of this show. <laughs> Use promo code <laughs> probing yeah. at checkout and nothing will happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's funny that he says that because it's like, it very much screams of just the stereotypical, like, oh, take us to your leader, which was created yeah, by yeah. us. Like, because of that same assumption, because it's we, how we, yeah. we would do it, right? right. Um, but uh, but again, like I, like I was saying to Steve, like while we were watching it, I was like, you can say that kind of thing. Like, if I were an, an unknown entity, if I were a tiger, if I were a fucking a girl and I'm a guy, if I was a this, if I was a that. Like, I'm into meeting girls. Yeah. I'm into meeting guys. <laughs> um, you can make that assumption because you know a lot of information about how that kind of being right. thinks and acts and, and, and its tendencies and physical makeup and all that. When you're talking about an alien of which we have never scientifically studied or hasn't been released if we have or yeah. whatever... Um, you can't make this statement if you were an alien because what if the alien's a fucking cloud of gas or whatever? Right. Or as I, as I said, what if the alien just wants to touch carbon monoxide gas because he orgasms when that yeah, happens or yeah. something? Like it could just be so or out she. there, right? And like 
it could just be so out there you can't you can't put your mind into something unknown you yeah, know so because yeah. there's no frame of reference for it so it also kind of negates the whole premise of this show which is like everything's in the shadows and secret yeah. and it's a big conspiracy it's like it takes the conspiracy out of it if we're like oh yeah and i know conspiracy theories do believe that our leadership does rub elbows with the aliens right, and is right. controlled by them or lizard yeah. people or whatever um but still it's like it's just kind of a Again, George just, Norrie... Why does it happen forever, then? Right. George Norrie sounds like the most reasonable guy in the world, and that's why they throw him on here. He makes these statements that are like, oh, yeah, it sounds totally plausible, yeah, yeah. you know? I'm going to frame it in it. such a way right. that you can't disagree with me because yeah, I mean, I'm on. on TV anyway. What are you, fucking retard? Yeah. I mean, come on. Or you want to uh, dance around with fire maybe. on your head like a goddamn idiot? <laughs> uh... But yeah, it's it's just like, and again, like if if you know anything about, I think you were the f- first one to tell me like s- some statistics about conspiracy and like the study of conspiracy yeah. theories and the mindset of conspiracy theories is like, if you take more than X many people, it becomes statistically like impossible that right. no one will leak it. Like when you're part of a system that within these conspiracies, it's like yeah. you're part of a system within a system within twenty other systems within yeah. a state within a country within a world, and it's like there's no fucking way. That nobody will say anything, and that right. the system is so perfectly fucking like, literally, literally, perfect. unless Men in Black happened, and every time it happens, they make you forget. Right. With the little device, that's the only fucking way. And know? even then, you'd have to hit so many people all the time. Right. But and hey, yeah, here just, come the Men in Black. Yeah. Here come the Men in Black. I wanted to remember. <laughs> I don't know why we're singing this, but. <laughs> I am big and fat. <laughs> no now one's suck arguing. on my, my member. Oh, boy. There we go. Uh, that's more. Here come the black men. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, All right. Yeah. Back from that break, I had to go and scold Joey in the corner. Uh, thanks for sticking yeah. with us. My butt and, still yeah. hurts. <laughs> um. But yeah, so uh, then we move on to the symbol of the scepter, the royal scepter, uh, mm. <laughs> and they they kind of date this back. I mean, it's it's in almost all fucking depictions of yeah. Western, Eastern Europe, but I mean, not pretty much worldwide. There are staffs and you know staves and scepters, yeah, everything. Gandalf, um, come on, bro. Exactly. So, um, and they kind of date it back to the ancient uh, Egypt um, Ankh staff or the Ankh symbol in general. So the Ankh, it looks like. Looks like a cross, like a Christian crucifix, but instead of a little top square, it has the oval, the tear, the upside down teardrop shape on it. I mean, it, it, everyone knows what a fucking onk is. Yeah. So um, we get, uh, and, and and it was a symbol of uh, in Egypt of, uh, and, and this is where Coppins calls it the ankh. Yeah, <laughs> um, so he calls it a symbol of alchemy, transformation, and ritual. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a symbol of changing things into other things, of transforming yeah. things, all that stuff. Magical stamp. As we talked about yeah. the last, even though they did not touch upon that at all yeah. in the last episode, Aliens and Temples of Gold, where they yeah. literally talked about how the Egyptians may have had alchemical technology to make right, gold. Right. They never once fucking said the Ankh was part of it or whatever. They said the fucking aliens yeah. that lived in Atlantis made all the fucking gold right, or right. taught them how to make gold later. Yeah. So, um Anyway, we get Jason Martell on here, the flick back kid, uh, and he says, The Ankh is always a symbol used in pharaonic times as a scepter. But an interesting an interesting play on the word Ankh is Anunnaki, which shows that it stems from the word meaning they that from the heavens came. And I'm like... No, it doesn't. That's one of those sentences <laughs> where it, it bings and bongs back and forth like yeah, four yeah. fucking times. And I know he's not purposely trying to do it, but 
he's probably so subtly been like indoctrinated in friends and colleagues with all of these guys yeah, yeah, who yeah. talk in this double speak that I don't think is intentional. But they're just it's like just a way to get to where they want to go, right? Even though it's not the right way, and because they're not lamestream scholars, they're yeah. not mainstream scholars who are forced to when they're writing paper after paper after paper yeah, peer review to have a certain yeah. yeah language that is needs to be respected and peer reviewed and and have yeah. footnotes and all this stuff. Yeah. You learn a language of writing and talking and communicating yeah, yeah. these ideas, and they're they just obviously again trying to sound smart sometimes because he literally says here first he just says. An interesting play on word of Ankh is Anunnaki. Like, so that's let's a big jump. Yeah, let's talk about that. Those are two very separate cultures separated by many yeah. years, the Sumerians and the Egyptians. And the word they, there's there's no uh there's no evidence that cuneiform their language and their cuneiform writing had anything to do with the evolution of hieroglyphs and right. the Egyptian spoken language that sound you know ancient Egyptian however, however yeah, that sounded yeah. back then. So why is that? I, I guess it's an interesting plan words, but it's like I was saying before I recorded, like, yeah, an interesting plan word on fraternity is farternity. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything. It know? means when you fart forever, right. it's an eternity. Right. <laughs> and therefore, you right. have lasted more than everybody's oh, yeah. blasted. And, I, <laughs> and, and it came out of their astid. Yes. <laughs> and you will forever be right. the one who dealt it. <laughs> and therefore, you had to be from it. Right. Uh, extraterrestrial. <laughs> The planet extraterrestrial. Yeah. Hi, I'm from extraterrestrial. <laughs> I mean, and I know that for some of you this weekend, when I farted, it seemed like a fraternity. It was <laughs> stuck in a carbonity, and I would blast out my carbonity. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, oh, and then he said the next part of that sentence is which shows, and I'm like, no, that is not evidence of anything yeah. except. A bit of wordplay that you've t- that you've mentioned, like yeah. it's like I, I mean, Bewitched was probably the last witch show I even know of. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just like it shows, which shows that it stemmed from the oh, word. Sabrina, sorry, meaning stupid. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, that is like, and it shows it all in one cut, I think. But even then, yeah, I'm like, like long, yeah. I'm like, f- whether it, it was him or the editors, I'm like. That is a bold fucking thing to say. Like, it's just like, again, if you just look at the way sentences are structured, like we're breaking down right now, it's fucking insane that he's saying, if you think about how two words are alike, it means one yeah. came from the well, other automatically. It's like, uh, who's that dickhead who, pr- quote unquote, predicted all the shit in the future? No, Shradamus. Yeah. yeah. And now all those people like, well, if you juggle these letters forward and right. backwards and do all this, this and that, you yeah. get to where I want to be. And right. it's like, well, no, he said he predicted it this way. Right. You're now making these assumptions and juggles and right. giving, you know, here and there yeah. to get where you're going. And that's exactly what's happening here. Yeah. It's like, it's just bullshit. And it takes a lot of fucking time and effort yeah. to perfect juggling technique. Yeah. So yeah. you're not really doing much research or anything. You're just juggling fucking yeah. things all the time. And we don't want to say it on the air, but if you claim to be a juggalo, you're now branded part of a full-on gang, gang yep recognized yep. by the fbi so don't uh maybe maybe put a little uh, electrical tape on those fago bottles now yeah. okay keep them tight keep <laughs> right. them sealed i know it is delicious secret. and you're addicted to it yeah. but be careful with that yeah looking at you phil rural <laughs> philadelphia <laughs> yeah um uh, actually it was detroit but well whatever yeah. okay this <laughs> is that good flavored water yeah <laughs> um but yeah, so uh, we get another. Here's another very similar one. It's kind of a long ride here, but I, I wanted to write it out and, and uh, do this sukular in full. So he goes, 
What's fascinating to me is that the Ankh is always located next to the jet pillar. And both and the jet pillar looks like just a pillar. Yeah, you know, like a pillar with little yeah, yeah. like trays on it or whatever. Yeah. Um, they don't even go into the origin of that word. I don't know or if Sooks made that up. Pillar. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. Sooks made that up or that was the actual, like, I don't know. Um, and when placed together, depicts something very technological in nature. Now, in ancient history, the Ankh symbol turned into something divine, but it never was that. Because according to the ancient astronaut theory, symbols were depictions of something that our ancestors encountered in real life. So it's like... According to our theory, which is not proven at all, it means this. And I'm like, I get it. They're trying to once again, they're they're and sometimes rarely they say this, but they should they should keep calling this ancient astronaut hypothesis because right. it is not a scientific theory. Like the theory of relativity. Those are theory or theorem that have to be mathematically proven over and over again, right? Yeah. So it's just like it's not the same. It's they're using a much more broad subjective use of the word theory here. Right, so, right, right. Um, as it, again, just because we think this way, it proves that this was this way, you know? Nice. And I guess, why nice. you're, I guess why you're watching the fucking show. Like, I get it. But again, don't be fooled just because they say we think this way or you're watching the show so it makes yeah, it real. Certain things just get a little, I don't want to say dangerous, but they just don't speak properly, which then can right. lead to a lot of right. the critiques that they get and then they get heated because they just want to believe. And, exactly, you know, yeah. And then it just, it goes goes bad. And again, they're form they're forming an an answer to something based off what they want to exist as opposed right. to letting the truth reveal itself through experimentation or evidence or whatever, which is yeah. like the essence of the scientific method. Right. So, um they also it looked like they were going to go down the road of like when you put them together, like it looked like a light yeah. bulb, like you put the jet pillar inside the onk, it looked I was something. like, "Oh boy, they're going to go." But he did say it looks like a technological device or something, yeah. but they just don't say what that is. Unless they're it's going a off gold of the machine, you yeah, the alchemy retard. machine. <laughs> there and it, this this episode seemed a bit scattered. Like the the points didn't always line up. They didn't build on each other in all the segments. It was like yeah. again, if you just talked about how the Ankh probably could make you know was alchemical or whatever, why was that? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So all I know is the Gronk can make any catch look easy. That's Ron Gronkowski for all you new oh, <laughs> fans out okay. there. I'm not even a fan. I just know they call him the Gronk. Got Gronk. It. Gronk's <laughs> out there. And, you know, Gronk. The Patriots? Patriots. Oh, okay. He's their tight end. Got Ooh. it. Um, he can deflate my gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning like prolapse yeah. my ass. He can wax my butt. <laughs> he can come in my colon. <laughs> With his erect penis. <laughs> uh, speaking of penis... Uh, we get our next children's chime in here. So he goes, uh, you have to wonder here if the original Ankh was some kind of device that the ancient astronauts used and was given to the kings for their use and became as gods. And today, we have nothing but the symbolic use of this object. And so it's just like, okay, once again, thanks. Like, you yeah. have to wonder if, hey, like, it, literally they put him on this I episode to go. building up the characters. Yeah, they, like, they put him on the episode to go, hey, remember what ancient astronaut theory is all about? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just kind of like, here's a little reminder, you know. Um, For all you idiots out there, right. here's what it's all about. <laughs> That's David Hatchnori. Yeah. Um, I've got some kind of uh, <laughs> you know, experimentations and travel that I'd love to share with you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we move on to the next biggest symbol in coronations, the crown. 
Uh, currently a very popular Netflix yes. show. Um, I've watched a couple apps <laughs> and fell asleep. <laughs> As many British things yeah. are slow and dry <laughs> and gloomy. Yes. Um, Don't talk about my ex like that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, I used to uh, fuck Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for fucking mm. me. <laughs> I'm British, I uh, guess. Would you just fucking get wet, Eeyore? Yeah. Come on. Use that big hog. Well, I do have uh, some honey to yeah. rub in his <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, if boy. you think you'll come faster, <laughs> then sure. At least yours very loving. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. I was willing to do whatever it took. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a little crackle there. Huh? Not talking about that fucking uh, that app. weed. <laughs> What is that Crackle app? No, Crunchyroll is the anime huh? one. Crackle's something else. Can't uh, remember. Uh, well, Cracked was the comedy one. But crackle. There is a yeah, Crackle, crackle. App. It's some sort of video thing. I think, I think. it's just another like video Like a YouTube-y yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Uh, that's that. <laughs> uh, thanks for talking apps with us. Yeah. <laughs> Hats app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a, a Coppins call about the crown here, and he just kind of says, like, now something placed on your head established this connection with the divine. So, again, just defining... The crown was, and they, that's all they talk about for this. So, um, so and, and they're kind of saying, like, oh, it, it, the crown could have descended from the halos of angels, which right. then, as Jason Martell, the slick back kid, says here, or theorizes here, uh, he says, Sumerians describe the Anunnaki as having a glow about them. And the Anunnaki, again, Sumerian gods that were aliens, yeah. um, later depicted as, as angels with a halo. Kings want the same lineage as having that halo around their head. Yeah. Um, surprisingly not racist this episode. Or yeah. saying racist yeah. things. <laughs> racist um, shit. Yeah. Um, Sukes talks about how uh, early gay paintings uh, depict mm-hmm. halos and that they're actually the sun gr- uh, glowing around a metallic astronaut helmet, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, like, I was, we t- Steve and I were talking about it, I was like, I don't disagree that, like, the sun head glow mimicked kind of a golden crown, you know? But uh, it was very likely just based off Angel's halo. It's like that right, right. that golden something on your head, even pointing to the sky specifically, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, it's like even today, like especially as kids, you, you see clouds and the light piercing through in such a way it looks like a shot of heaven. Right, or exactly. That's when I've known people Because that's like, how yeah, Renaissance was... paintings depicted it. Right, yeah. and people are like, oh, I was a kid. I thought that's when people were going to heaven, whatever. It's like, yeah. so yeah, your brain's already going to these like... right. Upward things and seeing, you know, trends and lights and, you know, right. your surroundings and making these assumptions. And if no one's there to tell you not, then your society could grow and believe everyone just believes that. Exactly. And especially, too, like, it's it's interesting. I didn't even realize as we were watching, but, like, they're talking about shaman stuff a little bit later. But, like, especially in Europe, like, ancient Europeans, they had fucking antler horns and all the, like, antler crowns and things like yeah. that. So I think it's eventually, like... Once you had what was precious to you, you could make that into the yeah, crown or right. the symbol of your riches or whatever, too. Yeah. You know? And again, we don't have to talk about gold as we talked about that for a whole episode. Yeah. Last episode. But uh, and the, how it's the fucking most rare and valuable uh, element throughout the universe, according yeah. to David Hatcher yeah. Children's. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then we move on to... Tabasco sauce, Mexico. Um, Tabasco, huh? yeah. <laughs> Tabasco, Mexico is where the giant Olmec heads are. 
Um, so the Olmec um, of the Hidden Temple, exactly. Most definitely best known from that yeah. Nickelodeon show. Uh, kind of a sports like a sports based game show, right. like or a physically challenging Blue Bear Cuda, show. The purple oh. monkeys. Oh, that kid's kind of physically challenging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. I put the puzzle together. Is that young child? Hey, mom! Yeah. I put the puzzle hey, together. Mom. I'm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm jonesing some... through this Indiana <laughs> temple. David, shut the fuck up and finish. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Mom. Well, yeah. in my mind, nobody gives a fuck about what's yeah. in your mind, you fucking idiot. You fat piece of shit. <laughs> okay, Mom, I'm just glad I make you proud yeah. of me and you don't. accomplishments. Hope you drown, you little fuck. <laughs> Look, the okay. three parts of the monkey are coming together. <laughs> God, you're such a goddamn homo. Get the fuck out of here, David. Okay, I'll go with this producer David, man of the stop show. stop talking back to my insult. Just be quiet. <laughs> okay, mother, I love you, and I will see you in my dreams. <laughs> and that's when he was yeah. abandoned. Yeah, and then he went with the producer man. Right, down exactly. The, he funded his trips to Mexico. Right. He just... He just wanted to get him out of the country all the yeah. time because yeah. he was so annoying. Yeah. And just said, here, go be just, the modern-day Indiana Jones or whatever you fucking yeah, want to yeah. do, okay? Uh, That's the dog's name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the dog's name in Indiana Jones. <laughs> but literally, or literally, the yeah. dog's name was David Indeed. Hatcher Childress. <laughs> I'm keeping yeah. David Hatcher Childress. <laughs> well, what about me, Mommy? <laughs> You'll always be David Asperger to yeah. me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty sad, actually. <laughs> this life, yeah. even though he probably, I think he was just a rich kid. Yeah, I mean, he has to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're uh, talking about the Olmecs here. They were a very mysterious ancient people. Um, and uh, the folks that came after them, the ancient South Americans down there, they like. It almost seemed like they were like the Atlanteans to them or something like that. They were a little bit more advanced and all that stuff and mm-hmm. worshipped and mysterious. And they always depicted these helmeted beings, which as the German guy who was on like episode one of the whole series, um, he basically was like, and, if, and uh, why is it always uh, depicting <laughs> them with these men with helmets and microphones close yeah. to their mouths? And I'm like, they don't even show anything that looks like it Microphone. other than closing in on a, what looks like a purse that a guy's holding in his yeah. hand. And the purse is facing downward like a purse would or whatever yeah, he's holding. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Microphone. <laughs> Microphone. Microscope. <laughs> um, they have some guy that comes on for two seconds to define what shamans are. Yeah. If you don't know, shamans are... You know, do, medicine man dunes. Yeah, the D'Artagnan look. Yeah, he's like from. He was some professor from the Chicago of Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, very very musketeer like look. Uh, you know, French Revolution esque. Yeah. Um, Brutal uh, ear wearing piece of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's kind of the dude in your tribe or or, or culture that is, or, or dudes I guess that were connected with the spirit realm. They would use tools and instruments and uh, all sorts of like meditative dance smoke things to get into uh, a, a state of communication, a state where you could communicate with beings from other realms. Mm-hmm. So uh, their gods, their spirits, or ETs, of course, as ancient yeah. astronaut theory says. So um, we get a Cherokee princess come on. Uh, she come on, talk about uh, how their tele, you know, all these rituals yeah. are, these shamanistic rituals are really to create a telepathic link. So again, they're showing the ritual, then trying to like, you know, apply words understandable to us at this right, point right, right. Um, and kind of break it down to what it's, they think is the simplest explanation. Um, that's the thing too. It's like, I guess ancient astronaut theory is uh, 
an overly specific exercise in reductivism. Like everything is about reducing things down to its like simplest explanation. Yeah, they're trying to get to the heart of the reason, right? By taking a weird way and yeah. getting there, and assuming they've. It's kind of like how people got to Salt Lake, right? And they're like, yep, yep this is the good lane. This is where right. we're stopping. Yeah. Well, actually, the coast is better. Right. If you just keep going. Exactly. Where with them, they're like, yep, okay, we got, we figured out how to get to this alien right. reasoning behind everything. Right. And, and the Indian guy there down. said, after yeah. they traveled and almost all died, an Indian guy said, this is the promised land where yeah. we live. And they're like, great, let's stop and eat yeah, and yeah. fucking not die anymore. Right. You know? So, yeah. So the ancient astronauts, yeah, they're just saying, okay, this ritual boils down to when they met aliens today right. or whatever that day. Exactly. And these tools is because of – like everything just all right. roads lead back to aliens. And right. if you go – and that's like why the scientific method needs to be applied here a little more. Because if you go in thinking it's going to be that right. and don't challenge yourself to not get there, right. then you're just going to get there. Exactly. Like you need <laughs> to be willing to say – right. It might not be. It's a self-sustaining thought process. Yeah. Like it's a self, it's a self-fulfilling prof- prophecy yeah. in a thought process. So, um, but yeah. So and then they get. Uh, his, I think his name was uh, Chief Standing Deer from a previous episode. I think it was the. Amos I got a stick. He's, he's like, <laughs> uh, I got this bar, and they carved ritual. Told me to carve these rituals out and shit, and uh, and he holds up like a girder, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's la- laser etched yeah. probably at some machine shop. <laughs> oh, this is just a recreation in case we thought yeah. it was yeah. fucking real, but um, but yeah. So he talks about how like, uh, and I don't think this is true across all tribes, but mm-hmm. he says because again, saying that like Native Americans, that's really like saying all Asians are identical. Like there was mm-hmm. there was Native Americans. Across the whole fucking country, which is massive. Well, continent and, exa- and, or, yeah, and sorry, central yeah. and South Americans are all... Right, have their tribes. From their, right? you know. And so, again, that's like saying, oh, the Mayan and the Inca are identical. It's like, no, they're not. Like, the yeah. Cherokee are very different from, like, the Algonquins and this right. and that. You know, so, um, anyway, some similarities, but there are similarities to all, you know, Cultures land, and, yeah, yeah, cultural, like, like, at different times, they're all doing the same kind of shit as time goes on, so... Um, anyway, they say feathers are antennas. And when you tap into the frequency, the shamans would get the messages on the antennas and all that stuff. Um, they go over some South American petroglyphs that they've shown a billion times on the show, Mm -hmm. showing the star people nine foot tall, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, they show some shadowy, uh, figures, which represent the shamans around this big, uh, yeah, what they say is a nine foot tall figure or something, uh, like kind of a ghostish figure. Um, and it has these two big eyes. And the, and the guy on there who never is on again, and they don't like they don't do a great job of introducing him. Mm-hmm. He just says, "Now you can see his two eyes up here in front, but you can also see kind of the side of his head here, showing showing some depth." So that means that this was some of the most important beings. Well, to the, and I'm like, what? "Well, it, he said that meant it was a real experience." Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's documenting an event that actually happened. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Like, yeah. What? I'm like, no. what? Because they put a little extra effort into it. Like. Yeah. They put yeah, a little extra. Effort. We don't. They don't give a fuck. I mean, right. you can see over here. Right. There's a, just a big guy <laughs> yeah. taking a shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there's no depth. Yeah. They didn't care. Same picture, but you can't yeah. see the side of his head. They don't care yeah. about that fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they only took also 800 hours to carve that fucking yeah. thing, yeah. but they don't care about yeah. that. Ten feet up. Like most of these people lived in huts and things like that. But then, oh, why do they build these giant pyramids for religious reasons? Right. Yeah. Like obsessive. Yes, of course. So. Um, and again, they keep going into 
that Native Americans and Egyptians are special in some way because they think their gods are literally star people. Yeah. But it's like we all think our gods are from the sky. And we all, every fucking religion in the world is, we came came from the gods, which nine times out of ten are from the sky. I know there are some... They're oh, they're from inside the earth, or like Conan thinks Crumb is yeah. the you know from, an, an Earth god yeah. or whatever. But yeah, but your god eats below my right. god. <laughs> Crumb, your god a piece of shit. Eats my ass. <laughs> it was an age undreamed of. <laughs> what is best in life, precious? Right. <laughs> to crush up, mash your potatoes, <laughs> eat your fish raw. Eat the taters. <laughs> Boil and, them up. And cook them. And wine. Lamentations about right. the ring. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, they get to uh, a guy named Babislav Lipinski. Uh, he was a biochemist in the early 1980s. Uh, this is a very weak segment, and it's like there's, they open up this huge discussion here and, like, go nowhere with it. So yeah. um, uh, he wanted to measure... If like group like ritual prayer changed like like created some sort of energy because and he wanted to go specifically to where appar- spiritual apparitions had been reported when people would do ritualistic yeah. prayers. So he went to a place in um, Yugoslavia in 1985 with his invention called the electroscope, which pretty much just measures the an increase or decrease or the level of electrons in the air mm-hmm. in an area. Mm-hmm. So. Um, he went to this place in Yugoslavia, this church where people had uh, reported seeing visions or apparitions of the Virgin Mary. So he went there, and it, it's like it's sad they don't give him any time, like air, like screen time. He explains what the electros- electroscope is, and then he just goes like, uh, "Oh, and if you see here, uh, electron levels go up." And we're yeah, like, yeah. "Okay, like it's like they literally have the modern like his present self, not an old video." Brought him on the fucking show to just have him on for like twenty seconds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, the beat spike here." And we're like, "Okay," yeah, yeah. and it, and then all they really but uh, just use him to introduce uh, the concept of quantum entanglement. So, um, if you don't know, quantum entanglement is when an atom uh, or electrons, I think specifically, mm-hmm. uh, particle splits apart, uh, duplicates itself in some way, and yet there's still an an almost infinite like no matter how far apart those two particles are they can be literally thousands of miles apart any stimuli to one mimics instantly at the same exact time the other far away and they tested this and and they can do this now and that's when you hear all about quantum computing quantum computing chips is all about let's not waste time with electricity traveling between circuits Let's just have everything talk to each other in real time. Right. So literally, it says this, and you do these, and also then you can tell it to move this way, and which represents this data. And I still don't fucking know how computers work. Right, it's insane. Right. But, um, <laughs> but uh, it also obviously is a form of communication because they think that with quantum computers could come quantum radios, where like you don't have to wait for radio waves to travel through space and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you know, we could instantly talk to uh, people on if we colonize another planet trillions of miles away. It wouldn't take years and years and years for a radio transmission to go through or something. So um, it's a real thing. And Cockney Collins, Andrew Collins comes on and he's, you know, surprisingly rational. And he's just like, you know, this would be the simplest form of communication that aliens could communicate with us over fast differences in our minds. And so he's kind of saying that all this dancing and entering this, this different kind of frequency and with this rhythm and all this chanting and all this stuff yeah. gets you into this meditative state that can accept these quantum entanglements by mm-hmm. extraterrestrials, which ancient people would think are gods. Of right, right. So, but then that's it for that whole thing, which I'm like, that's the kind of shit I want them to talk about more. Um, 
But they kind of really, I think they kind of blew their wad on that in like the first season where they really went in depth into right, every, right, all right. the fucking mm-hmm. science behind something. And now there's a little less balance of that. So yeah. um, the next segment is about, uh, re- talks really about um, funeral barges, funeral boats, and pyres, like cremation and all that stuff. Um, we start off in Khufu's Pyramid in 1954, uh, where they, uh, this dude, they mentioned him once, sorry, didn't put his name down. Yeah. Uh, 1954, he uh, dug down, found this big chamber uh, that was Khufu's tomb, and there was a giant ship with a bunch of oars and all this stuff in there. And they, it was called his solar barge, and it was the ship that was meant to carry Khufu's uh, body, his, his, or, his, you know, because the Egyptians thought your body went to the afterlife. Right. Like, you didn't, like, the soul didn't really separate. So, um, but they go into this whole thing, like, everyone comes on here. Nori and Burns and Coppins and Sooks uh, come on, uh, come on, and they're like. And Nori also says like, now the the Egyptians were like the greatest mimickers of what they saw, and I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed yeah. to mean? Like, <laughs> you guys, every episode of the yeah. show is humans like only drew what was real. It's literally the tenet of ancient natural theories that everything they observed and drew or made into something was real, which right. is insane. We talked about that before. Um, but anyway, they come on, and, and uh, Sooks has trouble saying funerary kind of here, too. He's like, he's like these funerary boats, like yeah. funerary, rotisserary uh, boats. Um, to Boston Market. Yeah. <laughs> he says they that they created these funerary boats to mimic the ships they saw in the sky. And I'm like, okay, like, why, like, why were they doing just, like, I, and, and, and again, like, wouldn't they, based on your guys' logic in a billion other episodes, make it look like a Vimana or look like a disc or look – you know what I mean? Why would they look like a fucking wooden boat exactly the same as the boats they built then? Because these are torpedoes <laughs> that look flat. <laughs> Not what I expected you to say. <laughs> that they shoot yeah. the missiles out of right. and get up into now, space. Their mothers had big saggy torpedoes <laughs> and they would shoot the spiritual milk into the milky way yeah <laughs> and they don't go any now i'm mixing <laughs> yeah. six and children. i'm tired and it just bursts out yeah um anyway so then robert bovel comes on and he's the the kind of the old egyptologist guy um and uh he's explored the like his whole life's work is exploring the pyramids and stuff mm-hmm. um but he comes on and like kind of just equates the egyptians view of uh, being literally from made from the stars with Carl Sagan's, you know, whole we are star stuff quotes. You know, yeah, like, yeah, stars right. explode, all the elements in the universe are created through that and recombine in infinitely different ways. And one of those ways is life as we know it. So, right. um, but that's kind of it for that. Um, they talk about how Vikings, Romans, and Indians, as well as a lot of other cultures, use uh, funerary boats or formed like uh, funerary pyres, Flame. sometimes yeah. shaped like boats too, but not always. Um, Hindus still to this day, I think, or maybe it was Buddhist uh, Indians. I'm not sure, but still cremate all their, yeah. you know, plenty of, of people. Just cremate how fire their. is used for the afterlife and part of the burial ritual, right? To ascend, and so the ancient astronaut theorists they think that like they hyper they're hyper specific about why they think they're into fire and how that's a spiritual journey or whatever. Well, Beavis and Butthead was big back then. I know, right? Yeah, so they exactly, just would yeah. go fire, yep. fire. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burns seems like he could be an adult yeah. Beavis or something, too. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, they're, they're like, oh, that they think that cremation was based off of Vedic texts and, like, the Vimana and a lot of other ancient spaceships that were shown, you know, the, the again, 
that fire and the earth trembled and right, it shot right. into the sky and the smoke raised in a pillar and all that stuff. And it was all about the smoke and fire ascending into the sky. So they said, let's burn our bodies and we can ascend into the sky like a yeah. ship too. We'll and take I'm like, off and go. And I was like, I said, I think it's more that like how magical that must have seemed even when fire had been around for thousands of years. Like for it's literally like the only thing that like destructively changes one thing instantly into another state right right you know like it takes a body and within an hour or two or however long it takes makes it turn into this thing that is lighter than air and rises through the sky like it's more like oh we're converting a physical thing into an ethereal thing Mm -hmm. and that to me is much more of the simpler if i wanted to be reductive about it like to me that's that's still a magic i mean we're all still obsessed with fire now you know like we love like just fucking somebody has a campfire. There's always a handful of people that are like, "Ooh, let me burn this. Let me put a fucking right, right, aluminum right. can in there. Let me put my used condoms in there. Let me yeah. put my baby in there. Yeah. Let me dip my wick in there. Yeah. <laughs> After the baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like you know to see to see flesh become ash and all that stuff. That to me is more flesh and ass is what oh I'm yeah <laughs> see flesh become an ass yes. it's just yeah. the most beautiful thing in the world it's great oh geez <laughs> yeah um but uh, you know when a butcher takes two steaks and makes it look like a girl's yeah. buttocks it's just and then oh. he just laughs at you and fucks oh it. yeah and he accepts yeah. that five dollar bill and for you to comes, to, to yeah. mangle that thing yeah. with your donger and he just for says, just a few minutes he's pressing pressing oh, yeah. the meat pressing the oh hands. yeah yeah and the real pleasure is when you walk away and you know that he tells the customers that expensive steakhouse that that's just a demi glaze yeah. of condensed milk and butter. That and he is tenderized a it for more than thirty <laughs> seconds because that's all I usually can give it, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and that it's good to go, babe. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, hundred bucks on your plate. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we go to the, our last segment here, uh, which is it's uh, yeah. It's in Vatican it's City, a, um, and uh, the Pope talks about it. The Pope. Uh, so it's talking about the Pope and the the transubstantiation ritual of communion, which most people know about. In case you don't, the Pope or your average like Catholic and priest, he's swinging ash as well. Right. So, so the Pope uh, is walking down the procession. He's carrying a big golden crucifix. Uh, once he reaches the altar, he grabs the thurible, which is the the yeah the chained kind of. Um, a globe orb kind of thing that has a bunch of incense burning. You'll see them swinging it back and forth. The incense is supposed to be purifying. Um, He recites the Eucharist prayer, and this takes the bread and the wine that they have used in communion. They they believe that this prayer gives, imbues the uh, bread as the, with the power of the flesh of Christ and the wine with the power of the blood of Christ, and that's trans. It literally changes substance, like it becomes mm-hmm. another substance. Trans substantiation. So, uh, and and uh, the guy from the Joseph Campbell archives, he comes on, and I don't. I've never heard anyone say this. Maybe I just haven't read enough of the Bible or whatever. But um, he says, you know, and they believe it's actually turned into manna, which is the stuff that the manna right. machine or God or whatever uh, reigned over the Israelites when they were uh, going through the desert after escaping the Pharaoh. From the Red sea, between the parted Red Sea um, with Moses, and yeah. so that kept them alive. It was the only thing they ate for forty fucking years. So um, that was an interesting connection I never really made before. But um, anyway, so the whole point of introducing this is that there were rituals where you became, you ingested divine energy and became one with the divine energy too. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, that's taken very seriously. The Catholic Church has excommunicated. Uh, burned and tortured people for not taking part in communion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the biggest, I mean, when Martin Luther had his whole reformation in the 16th century, like that was a big part of it was that communion was important, but not like, 
you know, most Lutheran churches still do communion. It's just not as gnarly as in Catholic churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of a lot of Protestant churches are just like, oh, here they just pass it around. The priest doesn't have to give it to you. It's not really even blessed before. It's just it's just the symbology. Hmm. They don't actually believe in the transubstantiation part of yeah, it. So, yeah. um, but what does it mean to become one with divinity? The show asks. So. Uh, they introduced this. It's at, this was actually really interesting. I didn't realize this, but um, a lot of people, most most religious scholars think that it represents. It, it comes from the Last Supper, where Jesus and his twelve disciples mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. eating the night before he was going to get crucified, um, and because uh, he you know, wanted to break bread with them and all that stuff. Yeah. And he said, "This is my flesh. This is my blood." Uh, but but most uh, lamestream scholars uh, believe that it's actually from. Its roots are in the an Egyptian ritual about the god Osiris, which is very yeah. similar. Um, as you find out when you go back to it, a lot of religious rituals are similar Tied to deeper and deeper ones across the whole fucking world and time and centuries or whatever. So, um, so Osiris, for those who don't know, was killed and dismembered by his evil brother Set, um, and he was then recombined. All his body parts were found by his wife Isis. Uh, she recombined them and resurrected him, uh, and they kind of ritualize this by making. Wheat cakes that represent the body parts that were ripped, his head and his arms and his butt and mm-hmm. his torso and whatever. Um, they're hidden by a woman who's kind of playing the part of Isis. And the priests go and find the wheat cakes and eat them and become one with his flesh. And, again, resurrected and all that fun stuff, too. Yeah. Um, so very similar. That was that was like a really fun fact that I had no idea of. So um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It just ends with, were ancient religions and rituals connected in, like... Uh, they all, they all, they all kind of come from the same concept that humanity was born on Earth from divine creatures or beings of some kind. Yeah, yeah. So, and all the rituals of then either recreating those encounters right. or to get back there or tap into their energy to communicate. Yeah, with non-terrestrial uh, beings, which yeah. of course, ancient astronaut theory states yeah. are all flesh and blood extraterrestrials. Budget kind of low on this app because yeah. I expected Childress, Childress, my little Childress. <laughs> David to be floating around the the globe somewhere. I know, he's right? Just like kind of yeah, in yeah, yeah. a room, especially Chichen Itza or something, because he goes. He's been the there a billion Olmec times, and, yeah, or wherever. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they just all were kind of in studio, yeah. talking about shit and showing clips, but no one was like, <laughs> like, because like, what was it when they had Philip Coppins just like in Europe, just standing there, right? For no hey, reason. this is it, and it's yeah. a ten second like fucking clip. It's pretty sweet here, and yeah. I enjoy the food. The <laughs> weather is something I could probably live in for the rest yeah. of my life. <laughs> the age of consent is much lower, <laughs> and takes you to pleasures from another realm. Yeah. <laughs> my wiener has never been more drained. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're gonna. We have to come up with a name for this segment, but uh, for where we're reading our uh, five star reviews. So, yeah, we'll come up with something. I was thinking something where we reach out for the stars. Oh, there we go. Oh, our that's transmissions good. from the stars. That's good. Yeah, yeah. We'll work on that. But yeah, that's good. That's solid. Um, I only have one from Facebook. I, think, I don't know if yeah, you saw any I, from iTunes this week. Uh, let me double check while you read that. Yeah. I have, well, it's two actually, but one person just gave us five stars. Uh, I'll mention his name in a sec, but. The only five-star review this week is from Brandon Brown, who gave us five stars, obviously said, fun show, and excited to listen to all the episodes. And Amulet Asshole, as we talked about Richard Henry on the last episode and what to nickname him, should be called Amulente. Uh, He gave us a little pronunciation, like a little phonetic thing there. He says, I imagine it like Annie for Anakin Skywalker for some reason. Um, Thanks, Brandon Brown. Uh, And yeah, I mean... You, I'm, I'd be interested to see if people 
uh, tend to watch the show before or if they just kind of go in cold. Like it's it's funny because like one of my favorite podcasts is how did this get made on the Earwolf Network? And I very ra- there's plenty of times I've seen the movie before they're talking about, but I very rarely watch it like with any closeness, and I f- I don't really miss anything, you know. Um, uh, this one says Tuesday, and this other one says Sunday. So the one oh, at the bottom's nice. for sure new. Nice, but um, the one the one where it's kind of scary. Did we read that one last time? Tuesday. Yes, we did. Um, we oh. New AACs on April 28th. Interesting. Um, oh, that's nice. So this guy, Coakland Raider. Um, oh, I get it. <laughs> Oakland Raider. But it's yeah, Coakland yeah. Raider. <laughs> um, he titles his five-star review on iTunes, New AA season on April 28th. That's good for us to know, yeah. too. <laughs> um, even though we won't get there until... That'll be fun, though, because we'll, we'll maybe we'll make a pact to like watch them new when we review them. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he says, recommend this pod and Beer There Drunk That. Uh, to anyone, both are great listens. Thanks yeah. for that. Um, and I don't know who that is. Yeah. So I think Must not be our friend, uh, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, getting some crossover listens. So, um, But yeah, other than that, uh, tell your friends about the show if you yeah. think they'd be interested. Uh, if they like Ancient Aliens, if they hate Ancient Aliens, think it's stupid. They, there's stuff, to, obviously, to like on the show because we try to yeah. keep it critical and debunk stuff in general. Um, or anyone that just has an appreciation for conspiracy theories. Um, other than that, uh, subscribe uh, to the, us on SoundCloud, yeah. iTunes, whatever. Leave us a five-star rating on Facebook or iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. And review us in the comments. No matter what you say, we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out. Yeah. Um, just like you heard just now. Um, but yeah, follow us on, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook and Instagram. Follow our other podcast uh, and listen to our other podcast, Beer They're Drunk That, that Coakland Raider just mentioned, uh, where we review a different craft brewery or type of beer or something special yeah. uh, each week um, and uh, maybe every other week. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, same kind of humor, a little looser, though. Yeah. Um, and pretty much copying the show, the podcast Doughboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for laughs> which we love, part. where they review fast food chain restaurants. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, that's yeah. at uh, Beer They're Drunk That PC on Instagram, Instagram and Beer They're Drunk That on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, and the same same podcast services yeah, yeah. as Probably Same old so, shit. Uh, again, we asked this last week. Let us know if there was any Patreon content that we had or what would what would another show that fans of this show would uh, want us to We thought about Ghost Adventures before. Yeah. Uh, anything in that vein, um, which is like, again, what... What can be disproven or proved, not proven or whatever, yeah, kind of like this show, about, you know? Yeah, uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, send in your suggestions to any of our inboxes on, you know, DM us on our yeah. socials or whatever, too. Uh, but yeah, other than that, thanks for uh, probing with us. Uh, I'm going to go take part in another mysterious ritual where I close my eyes and disappear and dream of bloody children all the time. It's, I call it sleep. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to go to my other ritual mm-hmm. where I go make brown mm. out of my mouth oh. <laughs> because I've been felching oh. four hours nice. straight. Ooh, a little that cum. little s'mores out from your mouth doors. doors. Yep. <laughs> Sucking on some little butts oh, yeah. with my cummy nuts mm. and it's so great. Salt and straw, hey. huh? <laughs> okay. <Our> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 Bye